Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. So let's quickly shift backward to the Wizards because we didn't get to it. Obviously a rebuilding team. New GM, new completely new front office, same exact owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have the eighth pick. Like they definitely need a guard, and we talked about this via text. They need a scoring guard, but I know that I'm seeing Osser Thompson get mocked there too uh, because of his upside. Yeah. Would that be a mistake to you? Would that surprise you? Uh, and like, what do you think they actually do versus should do? I don't think it's a mistake because All-Star Thompson's still a really good player. Like, at this point where they're at in the draft at eight, like, there's not many mistakes that you can be made. And it's just more of wait and see because all these guys look really, really good right now. But guess what? That's what everybody in every NBA draft looks. Everybody looks really, really good right now. It just depends on when you get to the league, how you uh, train that player, how you develop that player. And so... Uh, a guy that I had as a long shot was Nick Smith. Nick Smith Jr. from Arkansas. He This guy was number one overall recruited talent. Number one overall recruited talent last year. And then he comes, had a flare-up with his knee in the offseason, missed like six games early on, came in, had some really good outings, and then his knee flared up again. And that kind of took away his explosiveness last year. And people were saying his tank dropped, and they were like, he should have just never played. He would have just had the college hype and he still would have been a top pick now there's some mocks that have him sliding to the yeah to the 20s and it's like this guy is still the uh first over like in a year time you can't go from number one overall in your class to now sliding into the 20s of the draft so that's why i just think he's an interesting person that he had a really good workout with washington he had a really good workout with toronto and look, just listen to the last few number one overall recruits in the draft class, starting with Anthony Davis in 2011. He went number one overall. Nerlens Noel, number six. Andrew Wiggins, number one. Emmanuel Mude, Lord, oh, I hate the two? Knicks. He went seven to the seven. Knicks. To the Knicks. It, it, Terrible. And then I think they traded him to actually Denver. So I think he was at Denver mm-hmm. sometime there. But he goes uh, to Denver. Then you have Ben Simmons, number one overall. Josh Jackson, number four, Marvin Bagley, number two, R.J. Barrett, number three, 
Anthony Edwards, number one. Kate Cunningham, number one. Chet Holgram, number two. And then you have Nick Sniff here for 2022. Everybody here is a top 10 pick, like regardless. And so while I get it, but if you just, if you're telling me that it's just a physical, if he, he just has to pass a physical and the team doc says, oh, this guy is clear cut, good to go. Everybody thinks he's like one of the best scorers in this draft. Hmm. And so you just traded away an all world scorer in Bradley Beal. It makes so much sense to just say, all right, we're going to play scoring and scoring. Doctor said Nick Smith is healthy. This was just a one year thing that knee is going to be good going forward. Why are we not going to take somebody who is explosive that can score on all three levels? So Nick Smith finding his way into the top 10 after Literally, almost every single mock draft has him not even in the top 15. I think Nick Smith is somebody to watch out for, especially with Washington, because it sounds like they liked him from his workout. Do you like Nick Smith more than Anthony Black, who is also his teammate at Arkansas? Because I really like Anthony Black's mm -hmm. playmaking. Uh, he kind of feels like a Josh Giddy to me. Mm -hmm. Obviously not a great shooter, but plays incredible defense. Yeah. He gets steals, deflections, big body. I think he's, what, 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, do you, you like Nick Smith more for... It depends what I need. Yeah. What what do I need? Do I need a playmaker or do I need a scorer? Because sometimes I just need a scorer that'll go out there and get a bucket. And, I mean, you have Kyle Kuzma over there. They do need They'll to... probably get rid of them, though, right? Yeah. You think at KP some point, and Kuzma I think at, at some point you probably should just to reload. You didn't get a first-round pick for Bradley Beal. You got to start reloading. And if you're going to commit to the... That's the the issue that I have with some teams is they don't want to commit to the rebuild. They kind of want to be one in, one foot in, one foot out. Portland, the definition of one foot, one foot out to the rebuild. Are we in a rebuild? No, because we have Dame Lillard. Should we be in a rebuild? Absolutely. All these teams that are now trying to commit to the rebuild after the greatest prospect that everybody says since LeBron James is now gone is really, really crazy to me. But I think that it depends on what I'm looking for between those two. If I'm looking for somebody that's a pure scorer and I just need I don't need you to do all these other aspects of the game. I don't really need you for defense. I feel like that I can coach up defense or I have a good defensive team overall. I just need somebody that in the last minute of the game that I can go to to get a bucket. I'm going to go with Nick Smith because I, I think he if he develops right with the right staff, he could be one of those guys that can lead the league in scoring one day. Yeah, like Bradley Beal did a yeah. couple of years ago. And I think funny. they were a play-in team. Uh, hey, you know, the Wizards should actually try to get a guy like Bradley Beal. They should see if he's on the market. <laughs> Speaking of guards, uh, a guy who may not make it to 11, I think he's fascinating. He's really not discussed much. And I think it's because... Like Kentucky guys just always fly under the radar. It's Calipari. crazy. Calipari really he makes does sell these like these players short. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you had a couple of twins and uh, that were I forget their twins' names. And Devin Booker was just sitting at, sitting there. Yeah, as, like, Aaron the, Wiggins yeah, and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, yep. both Wiggins and like Devin Booker's just sitting there as a fourth option, mm -hmm. right? You had Carl uh, Anthony Towns. You had he like barely shot any threes with yep. Kentucky. You yep. had Emmanuel Quickly who. Like, all of a sudden, now he's a scoring machine. Tyrese Maxey mm -hmm. fell in the draft. Bam Adebayo slightly fell in the draft. All these guys are very, very good NBA players. Mm -hmm. So, Case and Wallace, I'm fascinated to get your take on. Because a team like Utah could really use him. A team like Detroit, who needs mm -hmm. a guard, even though they're fifth, probably that would be a reach. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Team like the Rockets, team like the Rock, uh, Raptors as well, mocked 8 to 15. Yep. Top 10, not top 10, best fit. Dallas. Dallas. It tells me Dallas because I don't think Kyrie's staying, and I think they know.
Really? I, I, if Kyrie leaves, even if Kyrie doesn't leave, they still need the backup guard depth. But I think I think Ky- there's a more than not chance that Kyrie decides not to stay with Dallas. And if you don't, then how Jason Kidd's run that offense with Jalen Brunson and Luka, with Kyrie What about Jaden Hardy? Like, uh, Jaden Hardy, they don't, they don't trust him. Yeah. They clearly don't trust him. And maybe it's because the defensive side of the wall, but it— you remember when Kyrie first got there and there was this stretch where it was either Kyrie playing or Luka playing and then Josh Green was stepping up, Jaden Hardy was stepping up. But as soon as Luka and Kyrie were back in the lineup, Josh Hart's, Josh Green's minutes went down, Jaden Hardy didn't even see the floor. So, yeah. it, Casey it Wallace just, can play defense now. Yeah, and so that's what I think that that's something really good for a Jason Kidd. If you sit here and say, all right, we're not going to be able to retain Tyree. Uh, Kyrie, it was very good experiment. We tried to make it work. It didn't work. Fine, we're moving on. Kaysen Wallace is a guy that I would love to have next to Luca that can also handle the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much importance of having two capable ball handlers in today's NBA. And you saw it with the Mavericks run to the Western Conference Finals the year prior with Jalen Brunson. And now look at Jalen Brunson. He went and got a bag and went to New York and played really, really well. It's because there's so much stock in having two point guards. Two capable ball handlers that'll be able to keep the offense flowing and not get into trap situations, stuck situations, kind of get stagnant with the ball. So uh, I think that a sleeper pick for me is Dallas, but I can absolutely see a Utah saying, no, we're not letting this guy go go past, especially with the Colin Sexton experiment seeming like it didn't work. Yeah, and they say they're still committed to Colin Sexton because he was working through some injury issues, but I'm not so convinced. Sometimes it's just a bad taste in your yeah. mouth. and. The the best form of ability is availability, and yeah. sometimes some people aren't there. He just never is. Another fascinating player that I've seen go as high in mocks as four and as low in mocks as like eight, and I love this kid. He's a kid who started off injured but mm. ended up being a real difference maker for Villanova, Cam Whitmore. Yeah. I think he's bouncy. I think he's big. I think he'd be a phenomenal fit for the Rockets. I think he'd be really good for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do you think he makes it out of the top five? Or do you think he is a top five guy? So that's that's what I've been struggling with. It's And that's what I was looking up today and trying to figure out what I like today was I'm pretty sure Eamon Thompson goes before him. Is he better than the other Thompson brothers? That's my question, too. How many players... That's, and that's really the question of, that betters of the draft are looking for, that just fans of the sport... How many players, what is the gap between Eamon Thompson and Asar Thompson? What is the gap there? Is it just a Cam Whitmore? Is it that these brothers are so good that they're going back to back? I think that Cam Whitmore might be the gap player in between them that keeps them from going back to back. So four, six. Yeah, yeah. So and then, and then five. And that's what it feels like to me. Maybe he falls a little bit less than six. Maybe it just wasn't the right fit, but... I, I think Cam Whitmore is definitely in contention for four, but Eamon is going to win out, and then I think Cam Whitmore goes to Detroit at five. How much better is Cam Whitmore than Sadiq Bey? I think I think substantially better just in the fact of... Explosiveness. Yeah, explosiveness. Wingspan. And, and just maybe it's not really more of the fault of Sadiq Bey, but just how he was coached. He was just coached to be a one-track pony. Like, I'm going to try to hit a bunch of threes. But if you look at him, especially when he got to the Hawks, he mm-hmm. was slashing more to the rim. Back cuts look amazing. Mm-hmm. Like Sadiq Bey got to ex- do more in the Hawks offense under Quinn Snyder. Got to do a lot more with Quinn Snyder. So now I think Cam Whitmore. Does he is, fit Monty's system? Yeah. And 
possibly does. I think that Monty's going to have a really, really good time with this, just the young talent and having all these options to go to instead of having to pigeonhole it through a Devin Booker who, yes, I would love to have the problem of I got to find a way to make Devin Booker work in offense. But now you don't have that star, but that's so much more freeing because Everybody can touch the ball. Everybody can, and you can go around all five players until. As long as Jaden Ivey's not that guy. <laughs> yeah, Jaden Ivey's not passing, but uh, <laughs> it, it can touch four out of the five guys yep. and then in went Ivey on a good percentage look. And that's what I like about the Pistons this year that I think no matter what they go at five, they're going to pass the ball so much and he's going to get them playing together that they're going to get the best look possible. You with- think Oscar's a bad fit because he can't shoot? That shot no. is ugly. No, but I it's but he does so much else. Like yeah. He's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. He's a he can defend. He can he do all guard? these other things. I I I think you want to I don't know if point guard is the term. You know Rashad Phillips and he has yeah. this position. I, I don't think a point guard is the right term for him. Is it like but point forward? Is it like maybe point like a, wing? a hybrid, kind of like a hybrid combo. And of course like not having a shot right now is probably the best thing for you in today's NBA because so many players are working on their shot outside of Ben Simmons. Right. Everybody else is working on their shot and making their shot a better shot. Like even the greats, LeBron James didn't have a good shot at first. And even in about halfway of his career, still didn't have a good shot. Now his shot feels a lot better. He's found something. And even though it's probably one of the ugliest three-pointers I've ever seen, it works for him. Yep. And so now and that was the same thing with the dylan brooks situation everybody was talking about dylan brooks well if shooting is your only issue you can work on that so many players worked on that jimmy butler shoots the ball a lot better than when he started mm-hmm. so where with asar i feel like you just got to be committed to him because mm-hmm. if you look at him you're like hey if we get this guy a shot he, he could surpass insane. his brother yeah. that's the only thing that he could surpass his brother so, and, and I think that's probably the reason why he didn't work on his shot as much is because, hey, if I'm playing with Amen every single team, I just get the ball to him and he go ahead and does it. I'm he, And that's why I like Asar in the draft so much because looking of what he played, how he played with his brother for so long, he's so unselfish. Yep. Such an unselfish player. And so if you put a bunch of guys that can score around him, uh, and that's why I'm really, like, I'm torn at five between him and Cam because insert him into that lineup with Detroit and you put... A Kate Cunningham, who's going to have fun playing off the ball yeah. with them. A Jayton Ivey, who's always looking to score. You have the bigs down low that he can get the ball to. And he can handle. Really good. Yes. I, I don't know, man. I'm really torn. I don't know where I want to go at five if I was Cam Whitmore to ASAR, but I think both of them fit that system really, really well.